Don't accidentally do things you'll later regret. Oh no, you did. Just dancing around on that waveform. Um, Tall, you ready? I... Okay. And Bob, are you recording? I am now, yes. Okay, and everything looks good? Uh, there's some blue lines. They're not that big, but there's some blue lines here. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I'm going to count to three. One, two, three, clap. Okay. I'm going to try that one more time. Okay. One, two, two three, clap. Good enough. Okay, Wha- that, that worked. Wait a second. It didn't want... I don't think it recorded on mine. Hold on. <laughs> One more time. I don't think my mic picked up my clap. One, two, three. That was not synced. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, okay. You, you went without saying clap this time. That's what threw me off. Okay, I will say clap if that helps you. Yes. One, two, three, clap. Are we I- good? You're doing it way after me. Like, you can do it on the beat after three. Like, as I'm saying clap, you should be clapping. I haven't clapped in a while, right? (laughs) So many people have been on this show. You are the first one to have an issue with this. (laughs) Um, I'm very proud. Uh, All right. I'm going to go one, two, three, and you clap on the beat after three. Yeah. Okay? Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Got it. One, two, three. All right. Good enough. (laughs) That no, the late one wasn't me that time. Okay. (laughs) Is that you, Tom? Yeah. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. For real this time. The most real. One, two, three. God damn it. (laughs) You're just fucking with me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Alright. This is the real one, and then we're recording the show after this. Got it. One, two, three. (laughs) Tall, is that you going that late? No, it's super super him. It's super him. I'm I'm trying... (laughs) I'm trying to be helpful. I am counting it off this time, and I am watching the Skype to see which of your avatars lights up. <laughs> so I will know this time if one of you fucks this up again. Uh, one, two, three. Thank you, God! <laughs> Welcome to... What is this show called? Let's <laughs> Welcome uh, to... Welcome to Let's Place, the only show that objectively and scientifically ranks all video games ever produced it's episode 14 and i'm still here i'm luke and i've got tall back for another round another once more unto the breach it's been a long week yeah it has 14 episodes long uh and we've also got a new guest here with us we got bob the incompetent clapper yeah hey hi yeah, I'm leaving doing? all of that in. Everyone's gonna know. Hey, how it, terrible you half are of those were not three. me. Just for the record, we'll see. Uh huh. I'll uh, have the waveforms. I'll know who it was. Yeah, no, you will, and you will see <laughs> that half of those were were his fault. All right. Uh, so we have objectively and scientifically ranked sixty-five games. It's a, getting to be a big number. 
that's like almost three quarters to a hundred. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I to start us off here. I'm going to read off the the bottom five and the top five. Uh, and our bottom five games we have at number sixty five, Custer's Revenge. Mm-hmm. At number yeah. sixty four, Online Tennis Manager. Number sixty three, Desert Speed Trap, starring Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote. Number sixty two, Wild Wheels. And number sixty one, Quips. Seems right. Yeah. Meanwhile, on the top five, at number five, we have Picross 3D. That's good, correct? Yeah. At number four, we've got Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. At number three, Iron Lord. Okay. At number two, Westfront Omega, the Amulet of Vega. Uh, I, I've heard of Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably have. Uh, and at number one, greatest game of all time, to our knowledge, Queen the Eye. I've I've I heard that and I've never heard of that game, but it yeah. sounds amazing. I think it that that's correct to be at the top there. Yeah. What were we saying, Tall? It was a fantastic video game. Yeah. So we have five more games to rank today. Uh, four of these were chosen completely at random, and one was chosen uh, based on listeners' suggestions. So at number one. We've got Las Vegas Tycoon. That's not ranked. I shouldn't say it number one. That's the first on this list, but that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, that's different list, different yeah. number one. Las Vegas Tycoon. Lips, I Heart the 80s. Web War. Trolls. And The Conduit 2. Mm. Yeah. It's so, quite a list of games. Yeah. Starting from the top here, let's take a look at Las Vegas Tycoon. This was released in 2003 for PC. Uh, rated T for teen. Uh, what? Yeah. Fucking put it at the bottom of the list right now. <laughs> Fucking Las Vegas game rated <clears throat> T for teen. This was made by Deep Red Games Limited, which I've never heard of. Uh, Vegas Tycoon puts you in the shoes of a budding developer in Las Vegas, the gambling capital of the world... You're tasked with buying lots on one of several different streets off the Strip, and you must build up on those lots. From the world view, you can construct various buildings to suit your intended clientele. From hotels, restaurants, magic shows, roller coasters, circuses, bars, nightclubs, beauty parlors, and more. You need to take care of these buildings, which will require you to construct buildings for your mechanics and cleaners. The main part of the game is your casino. You choose the size of casino you wish to build... And you build Snore. it. Snore. You then enter your casino to design the interior. Yeah, okay, that's kind of neat, I guess. That's, uh... You can change wallpaper, carpeting, and floor height to create raised or sunken areas. Ah, this is sunken <laughs> areas. Yeah. When it comes time to build, you have a wealth of stuff to choose from. You get the standard tables like blackjack, uh... black card stud, pie gow, baccarat, wow. roulette. And back again. There's <laughs> just there's no way to make this sound any more exciting, is there? They've managed I to take the single most well, like. Well, <laughs> hold on. Let me try for a second. <clears throat> you also have access to a variety of slot machines, from your standard slots to video poker, uh, to group slots, even to large slots, where you can make a car in the jackpot, like an SUV or a sports car. 
You can choose the theme of your resort. Will everything have an American Pride theme? Will it be futuristic? Will it be set in space? Or will it look like something straight out of the age of the dinosaurs, dinosaurs, dinosaurs? Uh, first of all, that didn't help. Second of all, aren't futuristic and set in space the same thing? <laughs> well, not necessarily. Well, I mean, I guess it not, be like, but... The futuristic theme could be like cyberpunk. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, in... In Cyberpunk, a lot of the times, we have the capacity to reach planets other than Earth. Not like a lot of them, but... Yeah. You know, it just seems... About Star Wars. seems like a... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, that's not the future, though. That's the past. Yeah. Exactly. (coughs) Right, that's the point. Yeah, see, so that's set in space, but it's not futuristic. Oh, I see, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that could also technically be the, the time of the dinosaurs one. You know, we don't know exactly how long ago Star Wars took place. It's a long, long time ago. Yeah. It's too. Uh, Tal, how do you think this game compares to Yokoyama Mitsutero Sengokushi, the Super Famicom strategy game based on the anime, based on the manga, based on Romance of the Three Kingdoms? I was just watching a video of Las Vegas Tycoon, and I already forgot everything about it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Bob? Okay. There's an, I have one important question that will determine everything about this video game. Okay. Um, can I make my own Star Trek experience? Uh, you can probably get closer to making your own Star Trek experience than you could in Sangokushi. Well, no, I mean, no. D- 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 in the terms of this game, like, uh-huh. forget that other fucking thing. In okay. terms of this game, could I? Could can I make the Star Trek experience? Can I make? I mean... Like Klingons walk around and talk oh, to you see. while you're waiting for your order at Quark's Bar. Can I my, do that? My guess is that it did not license the Star Trek property. Well, then fuck this forever. Nothing will ever be as good as the Star Trek experience. And I can't oh. make that again because it doesn't exist anymore. So f- fuck that thing. The, the, the other game is better. All right. A strong and confusing vote for Sangokushi. Uh, in that case, Bob, how do you think it compares to Warlords 1990, another strategy game? Uh, this one sort of medieval fantasy based. You got your orcs, you got your horse lords. Is it based on the old arcade game Warlords? No, nothing. No relation. Really? Yeah, Mm. they just have the same name. Mm. That confusion has come up before. I'm not um, sure that I like that. So, Puzzle Quest uh, was technically a spinoff of Warlords. Mm, but it's not Puzzle Quest. No. Well, then that doesn't matter to me. Uh, okay. It's, that's not science. We have to look at what the thing is, not what the thing becomes. Okay, right? I mean, that's your opinion. Others have uh, had different ones. Yeah. So what's the vote? Based purely on the two screenshots that I'm looking at of each of these games, I would say uh-huh. that Warlords is better than, than this thing. Okay. Las Vegas uh, Tycoon. Tall, do you agree? I agree. I also agree. In which case, uh, it bumps down from 65 minus 49 is 16 for all you math whizzes at home. In which case, we need to compare it to uh, the game 8 down. So, uh, Tall, how do you think this compares to Scape On, the 1980s hentai game? It is incredible that we cannot even compare the nudity of both games <laughs> alright Bob that's you know what he brings up a good point 
Oh, the, again, this too. this falls. This goes back to my original point, which is uh, that this is a Las Vegas game rated T for teen. Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck that. Yeah. The the hentai game is better. All right, Bob. In that case, how do you think Las Vegas Tycoon compares to Wild Wheels, which was a casual game uh, where you like decide what color your jeep's gonna be, and then you drive your jeep around a city, and there's really nothing to do. I don't know. I'm looking at a screenshot of Wild Wheels. It looks it looks okay. It looks like so. it looks like a it looks like a functional video game where you can drive a car. And I, I, mean, I would think I would dri- derive yes. more joy from driving this Jeep than I would from anything I could do in Las Vegas Tycoon. Okay. Okay. But all right, let me just throw this out as a counterpoint. You could arrange all the blackjack tables in your hotel to be shaped like a dick. <laughs> you know, that's true, but Is then it? I couldn't get decor to match. Yeah, you know that it's that's limiting. You know, yeah. you, you think you video games are based on like players having ideas and then being able to execute on them. Especially like these creative video games, like these tycoons and these like uh, you know theme park and theme hospital and all these all these sorts of games. Right. Uh, I love theme hospital tycoon. <laughs> yeah, theme hospital tycoon is a hell of a game. Uh, so the idea that I could have these ideas and then not be able to execute on them to the fullest extent mm-hmm. is is really upsetting to me. And I think, but I mean, that, what about the concept of art from adversity? Like, don't those limitations sometimes strengthen the creation in the end? Well, I, that's true, but also it's rated T for teen, so like that kind of trumps anything anything else that I've got to. All right. Fair enough. I don't know why I'm making such a strong defense for this game. Yeah, I don't really know why you're <laughs> arguing in favor of Las Vegas Tycoon. I guess I just want to make sure it's getting its day in court. It's getting its day in court. The day in court has been had. The jury only needed to deliberate for 14 minutes. Like, <laughs> T for okay. team. All right. Uh, Tal, how do you feel? It, this was before the E10 Plus rating, so this is not even a hard T for teen. It's a light oh, T for teen. Oh, so, man. Wild Wheels is better. Wow. Well, in that case, uh, this game has officially broken into the bottom five. Uh, Tal, how do you think it compares to Online Tennis Manager, the browser-based management game where we're pretty sure we both got viruses from looking at its website? You know what? It's true that Online Tennis Manager might have given us a virus, yeah. but Las Vegas game should give us a virus, and this doesn't. Online Tennis <laughs> Manager is <laughs> You're, you're saying it should give us an STD. Or was I... What? Uh, you said that, not me. Okay. <laughs> I can't tell if I've pushed it too far or if I if you're insulted that I ruined the tact of your joke. I'm not sure which. Oh, well. I, I would... Um... Either way, I did a bad job. <laughs> I would say that Tal is correct, but... Uh-huh. In more than one way. See, Las Vegas Tycoon should also give you like some kind of like weird pop-up ad that leads to an online gambling website that has a thing at the bottom that says this isn't a gambling website. Like, uh-huh. you should be able to play the the bullshit slots and poker and whatnot in the game or in some sort of online website client that oh, they direct you to. Okay. But they don't do that. Okay. As far as I know, I mean. All right. So. As far as science has been able to determine. 
that game does not have that functionality, and it's a Las Vegas game, therefore, ipso facto, ergo, fuck that game forever. I didn't follow that at all, but who am I to argue with science? Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, Who are you? Well, Bob, in that case, do you think it's got what it takes to take the bottom slot on this list? Do you think... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, let's be real here. The yeah. buck stops right here. Yeah, you, you don't think it's worse than Custer's Revenge? No, I do not. Well... <laughs> the game where you violently rape a Native American woman. For points. And, and that's it. That's all that if, happens. If that's... I may advocate for Satan here. <laughs> you may. For Custer's Custer? Revenge achieves what it sets out to do. Yes. The goal you may find repellent. Yes. But it does achieve it. Okay. Las Vegas Tycoon is a bad game about Las Vegas. So, okay. Is that a vote for Custer? Is that the first vote ever for Custer's Revenge? I, I I would choose to abstain. Okay. Uh, I... At the end of the day, it's like we said when we ranked Custer's Revenge, at least Las Vegas Tycoon doesn't have violent rape in it. At some point, that's just a hard... I can't. Kinda. I can't rank any game that's not about violent rape below one that is. Yeah, I... I it... Tom makes a very compelling point, and in spirit, I think I do agree with him. However, this is about science. Yes? And science is quantifiable and measurable, and Custard's Revenge has rape. Las Vegas Tycoon does not that we know of. Uh Uh-huh. Wait. No, it wouldn't. T for Teen. Yeah, T for Teen. This is the the one instance where T for Teen helps it. Rather than hurts it. <laughs> rape v. No rape. Quantifiable measurements. Las Vegas Tycoon is not as bad as Custer's Revenge. Okay. All Speed. right. You know that there are more than five games with subject matter similar to Custer's Revenge. Oh, I'm well aware. But I'm so just saying. If you intend to read the bottom five in every episode, oh, I see. at some point. <laughs> that's going to become a yeah. hell of a list, Luke. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um. Fortunately, unless uh, Moby Games' random number generator just hates me, it'll take a long time to reach that point. True. Uh, anyhow, that uh, officially ranks uh, Las Vegas Tycoon at number 65 for now. And it occurred to me that sometime during this episode, Custer's Revenge is going to be number 69. Uh. <laughs> 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 You're laughing way too hard at that, Tom. That this is the one time that anyone has ever found Custer's Revenge funny. So <laughs> that wasn't a good joke. You should not be rewarding me with this much laughter. Oh my god! I think this is the most emotion I've ever heard from you. Usually so stoic. Ah, <laughs> uh, good luck, Speed. Thank you. Anyway, uh, the next game we have to rank here is Lips, I Heart the 80s. 
So, Lips, I remember, was sort of a relatively popular karaoke game series. Um, I never really played them. I was more of a karaoke revolution fella. But, sure. uh, have any of you played a Lips game? No. Okay. In fact, I don't think I've heard of those. I've heard of Karaoke Revolution, but I have never yeah. encountered Lips. Lips has always struck me as, like, the Kmart to Karaoke Revolution's Walmart, I guess? That doesn't seem Target? like a huge step up. <laughs> yeah, Target. We'll give it Target, sure. Target. Um, wait, is it Lips with a Z? No. Okay, alright, well, no, no. that's that's going to account for it in the liberation. <coughs> so, uh, that the developer of this game, Inus, also developed Elite Beat Agents. Oh, really? Oh. Okay, I have mm. got rel- I've got higher faith in the quality of this game than I did before then. Um, I'm just looking through this track list. This is a pretty great track list. I'm seeing, uh, let's see, there's a Blondie song, Dreaming, I've never heard of that one. Video Killed the Radio Star... Whoa. Inspiration by Chicago. Uh, let's see. The Cure, Boys Don't Cry. David Bowie, Let's Dance. Devo, wow. Whip It. Come on, Eileen. This is a good track list. Wow, okay. I'm really coming around that list. Joan Jett, Bad Reputation. Oh, dang. The Power of Love by Huey Lewis and the News. Well, I mean. Kids in America. Oh, it's Kids in America in there? Oh, great. Wow. Too shy. Uh, yeah, I said too shy. Yep. You're just looking for ones that show up in Metal Gear. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, Tears for Fears, Shout. Good song. Wow. Yeah. Tainted Love. This is a super freak by Rick James. This is a Jeez. good list. I mean, love if you're going to have a Battlefield kid- by Pat Benatar. Yeah. yeah <laughs> oh, I'll sing man. Oh, karaoke sing Love is a Battlefield. Well, yeah, it's a Pat Benatar song. I mean, come on. Yeah. This game I, is I'm... only released in Europe. Oh, really? Oh, that's why I didn't hear of it. I'm so... Huh. Despite being that's... developed in Japan and published by Microsoft? Yeah, that's a that's, weird one. That is a really weird... I, I assume it's just licensing issues at some point. I, I, yeah, maybe it's here. maybe the reason it has such a great track list oh, is a because... A little respect! Dang. Maybe the reason it has such this great track list is because those songs are easier to license in Europe? Yeah, that, that'd be my immediate guess. This is a great track list, though. Yeah. Uh, uh, so let's see, we have 66 games, so, uh, Bob, how do you think it compares to our number 33, uh, game, Yokoyama Mitsutera Sengokushi? Hmm. Well, again, this is about science. Yeah. And quantifiable measurements. Yeah. Does Yokoyama Mitsutera Sengokushi have Pat Benatar in it? It does not. Also, congratulations for being the first guest brave enough to attempt that name. Uh, <laughs> well, that's that's my heritage showing. Um, gosh, you know, I don't, I don't, I think that Lips is a better game. Okay, I think that Lips is probably a better game, based purely on the fact that Yokoyama Mitsuteru Sangokushi has a very long title that is very hard to pronounce, whereas the other one is One Sound Lips. Right, right. Like I, I think could, that argument may be right off the slightly ethnocentric. Yeah, I, I can see that, yeah. Well, I mean, it's just, again, this is about science, quantifiable measurements. Mm-hmm. Yokoyama... Hang on, I have to look at it again. <laughs> Yokoyama Mitsutero Sengokushi 
has 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 12 syllables. Lips has one. Uh-huh. So if we're well, talking I mean, about... Well, I heart the 80s, though. Is it? Yeah, one oh. of those isn't even a word. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. I thought we were talking about lips, just lips, the video game. Yeah. I see. So does that influence mm. your decision? That does influence my decision. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So I, I'm looking mm. at gameplay of this now, and it basically looks like the gameplay looks very similar to like Karaoke Revolution or the vocal portion of Rock Band. You know, you have the words and then like the pitches you have to hit, uh, and then the visuals behind it uh, for this game at least look like the actual music video. Really, the actual music video. That's what it appears uh, to be. Not yeah. like not like to some three D avatars. No, no like no. bopping to the beat. Nope. In a dumb, poorly rendered stadium. No, no, this is live action. Wow. So are, they, that... are, are we sure that they're at the official music videos and not like? <sighs> I mean, I can't say for sure. I don't know what song she's singing, so because I've got it muted. But uh, yeah. But, but but does it look like it was produced in the '80s and or is Pat Benatar there? I don't even know if this is Lips I Heart the '80s. It's just oh oh, yeah, it's hmm. a Lips game that I just wanted to get a sense of what the gameplay looked like. Ooh, this is this is more difficult. Okay. Than I thought it would be. Well, uh, I'm ready I'm to vote. What's that? I'm ready to vote. Okay, tell how do you vote? Lips. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm also going to vote for lips. So. Kind of doesn't matter, Bob. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I was leaning towards that anyway. But boy, the fact that they have heart in their title. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Bob, how do you think it compares to International Superstar Soccer Deluxe, a uh, soccer game for the Super Nintendo made by Konami? Uh, it's a pretty good soccer game. People in South America liked it a lot. They hacked the ROM to put their own local teams into the game over like other national teams. Kind of neat. That's that's pretty neat. Yeah, it was it was by all accounts a very well regarded soccer game. Hmm. Hmm. I would still probably vote for Lips over the soccer game, but that's because I don't like soccer, okay. and you can't use your hands in soccer. Okay. But you have to use your hands to hold the microphone in Lips. Not if you have a mic stand. Oh, that's true. But does it come with a mic stand? I don't think. I don't think. Well, so. no. Aha. Uh-huh. So you have to hold the microphone. All right. In the base right. game of lips. Again, science. That's true. That's true. I'll give you that. Uh, Tal, how are you voting? While I do like football, I think singing is better. So I'm going to vote for lips. All right. Uh, I probably would have given it to soccer. My concern here is while I love this track list, it doesn't seem like an especially deep game. And I'm, I'm worried, I don't want it to get by solely on the strength of its track listing, because any old so-and-so can pay a bunch of money to get a bunch of songs people like, but for now, it moves up the list. Songs well, and music videos. I have this so. specific Lips, I have played other Lips games, and they're like, they're well put together karaoke oh, games. Oh, okay, okay, that's fair then. Okay. Uh, do you think it's more well put together than Need for Speed Underground? Yep. Alright, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is 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 Need for Speed and Underground? That's not the one with Razor Callahan, yes? I don't think so, but it is the one with drifting. A lot of drifting. There's a whole uh, mode dedicated to drifting. I'm okay. I'm pretty sure that Most Wanted was the one that had Razor Callahan in it. And and that since this right. isn't since this is Underground, since this is not that game, 
this game is not as good as a game that has Pat Benatar in it anywhere. So Okay, well, if you say so. Bob, do you think that Lips uh, and its uh, ownership of Pat Benatar uh, can best Call of Duty for Modern Warfare? Yeah. Really? Okay, wow. Uh, I don't, I don't uh, know, man. Like, it also has Power of Love on there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yes, you're right. I guess maybe I just don't like karaoke games as much as uh, my fellow judges on this episode. Uh, Tall? Kali Force campaign's really good. It's I'm real go good. It is really good. Yeah, I, I've got to give it to Call of Duty 4 also. Um, mm. Lips... Here's my issue. At some point, just singing along with songs is fun. I don't know how much you need, like, a scoring system and a game to really... I don't know how much that brings to the table, frankly. Oh, but there's uh, multiplayer involved, though. Yeah, but I can just sing along with my friends to the radio. That's true, but then you're not watching the well-produced music video for Power of Love. I mean, that's true, I guess. Uh, Tall, how do you think that Lips compares to Wiz and Liz, the Sega Genesis platformer? With just a bunch of really weird, charming artwork in it. That's about all there is to say. Wiz and Liz is pretty charming, so I'm going to vote for it over Lips. Okay. Uh, Bob? Uh, hang on, let me find one screenshot of Wiz and Liz to, nah. uh, to uh, <laughs> make this scientific decision based uh-huh. purely on... Okay, this box art is pretty good. Yeah, people have praised the box art. That box art is really something. There's bunnies. You can't, the, do you rescue bunnies in this game? That is the main goal of the game, yes. Okay, Wiz and Liz is better than Lips. Okay. Uh, in that case, one last game to compare Lips to here. Bob, how do you think it compares to Yar's Revenge, the classic Atari shooter where you play a robot insect and have to shoot through a crazy rainbow-colored barrier to shoot up an alien? Yar's Revenge is the first truly abstract video game. Uh-huh. It is the first truly surrealist video game ever produced. Mm. It is important culturally. Okay. Uh, I, I think that it is better than Lips. Uh, oh, okay. Tall? I would agree. All right. Uh, in that case, Yara's Revenge stays at number seven. And uh, Lips, I Heart the 80s, comes in right at number eight below it, right above Need for Speed Underground. That sounds correct to me. Yeah. Oop, I put... I. Hold, held down shift when I typed the letter, the number 8. Don't do that. No. Nope. That okay. makes it a star. That does make it a star. Our next game to rank is Web War, which is kind of hard to say. Web War. Web War. Web... <laughs> oh, the uh... Web War. <laughs> web War, Web War, Web War, Web Shit. <laughs> now you're just dub-stepping. Web War, Oh, I played this game. It's a yeah, Slash web... game, isn't it? Uh, it sounds like it. Web War is a single-player, freeware, mm. shoot-em-up arcade-style game. The player controls a spaceship that flies along in the bottom of a wireframe trench. The objective of the game is to shoot enemy ships and collect power-ups in order to attain a high score. The game is played with a keyboard or with a joystick. Yeah, I feel like I might have played this, too. Did so, I play this? I'm actually trying to find a picture of it, but I can't. Yeah, um, to give the listener at home a sense of what this game looks like, if you took the bonus levels of Sonic the Hedgehog 2, where you're running through, like, the half-pipe, and then you turned, like, the surface of those into a blue wireframe, you're, like, flying through one of those with a ship. And, uh, that's kind of what it looks like. Yeah, I'm, I cannot find an image of this game. It's... 
Oh, wait, no, I'm looking at uh, better screenshots now. It's actually more of a squarish shape, I guess. That's important. It yeah. is important that yeah, you... It's, um... it's not as curved as I thought it was. Oh, Tal has provided us with a video. Ah, good, thank you. Yeah. Ah. So it almost... Yes, I did play this game. This game so, is fantastic. So it does not have vector graphics, but it's trying to, like, capture the feel of vector graphics. Yes. It is emulating... Not in the literal sense, but in no. the so you're figurative like, sense. Yeah, you're flying around. Uh, it's almost like if you cut... What's that one game? Um, oh, what is it? Uh, the the Jeff Minter game that he never stops remaking forever. Uh, Tempest? Tempest. Tempest. It's kind of like if you cut the tube in Tempest in half. And then just are running on half of it. They, they do that sometimes in Tempest. Do they? Okay. Yeah, they, well, they give you weird shapes, and then you have to, like, it's like squares. You. and There nice. was a Digimon version of this game that was also quite good, but we'll oh, get to boy. that later. Yeah, we'll have to That's... rank that someday. Oh, my. Yeah. But, yeah, there's just diamonds that shoot bullets at you, and you're a little green triangle that shoots bullets back at them. It looks solid, but simplistic. Uh, so, let's see here. Tall, how do you think it compares to number 34 on our list, Yokoyama Mitsutera Sangokushi, which... Could really stand to get knocked out of the center because I'm tired of saying the name. <laughs> Web War is a cool game, and it's better than that game. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Bob. Um, I would agree that Web War, based on the amount that I played it as as a, mm-hmm. a young teen in the aughts, that Web War is a better game than Yokoyama Mitsuteru Sengokushi. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm inclined to agree. In which case, let's see here. Number 17 is against next. Bob, how do you think it compares to Die by the Sword, Limb from Limb? Mighty computer game where you're a knight with a sword and it's got really complex sort of fighting game-like controls for the sword play. Um, the Limb from Limb expansion added like some new things to the multiplayer. You can play as the female character in the game who's just a damsel in distress in the base game. Uh, it added some new weapons, new maps, that sort of deal. Ooh... Yeah, um, I did listen to the deliberations for this particular title. Wow, and, uh, you might be the first guest to have ever listened to the show before <laughs> appearing on it. Yeah, yeah. This is a momentous occasion. Well, to be fair, that was the episode with Paul in it, so. Oh, it was, you're right. Mm. Uh, so you'll probably get a lot of that going forward. Um, yeah. Gosh, this is tough. Die by the Sword, I have some experience with, and it is... Oh, do you? Okay, cool. Uh, very little, but... Yes, I played it once, and uh, it was hard, but it was impressive at the time. Okay. Uh, and the this expansion where you play as the lady sounds pretty cool uh, conceptually. Uh, but Web War, I played a lot of Web War when I was little and didn't have any other games to play. Uh-huh. And it was 2003, and the internet didn't have, like, a lot of dumb Flash games yet. Right. Hmm. I might have to give it to Die by the Sword. Okay. Uh, partially because of the concept and partially just because I think Die by the Sword might be one of the top ten video game titles of all time. It's a real good title. It's great. Uh, Tal, how are you voting? I will be voting for Web War. Hmm. I think I've got to give it to Die by the Sword. Uh, Web War is a neat game. I like that it's just a freeware little flash game that all of us have some memory playing. But it is, it, it's it's looking backward into the past. Die by the Sword is trying to do something new and interesting, and I have to reward that. 
in which case, let's see, number... There's 17 games, so we need to look at the ninth position down. So that is number 26. Tall, how do you think it compares to Gremlins 2, the new batch, the NES brawler, based on the Gremlins 2 movie? Well, was there a Digimon version of Gremlins 2, the new batch? That was really good. (laughs) (laughs) Not to my knowledge. I will be voting for Web War. Okay. Bob? Um, well, uh, I like Gremlins 2. Uh-huh. But I don't imagine that the game is anything like Gremlins 2. No. So, based on that, and based on the fact that I've played a lot of Web War, uh-huh. I'm going to vote for Web War. Yeah, um... Alright, that's two votes for Web War. I think I would have given it to Gremlins too. It looks like an alright game, but uh, that's so it goes. Uh, in which case, let's see, eight games left in between it and Absolute Comparison finish. I don't know, that sentence got away from me. Uh, but the point is, Bob, it now needs to go up against... Is that Did I count right? Did I count good? One, two, three... Yeah, I count good. Uh, Bob, it now needs to go up against Busy Scissors, the haircutting game for Wii and Nintendo DS. <gasps> There's a haircutting game for the Wii? Right? Yeah. It's like you own a salon, and then, like, you do missions, uh, where people come in and like, I want my hair washed. And then you wash their hair, and then you get a little, like, one-panel comic about them succeeding in life, because their hair is so nice and washed. Oh my god. And then you take that money, and you use it to buy scissors, and then you can give people haircuts instead of just hair washes. <laughs> Wait, you start out giving your washes because you si- don't have any scissors? You start out with a sink and a bottle of shampoo, and you got to fight your way to the top from there. <laughs> I don't see how you can open a salon without having a <laughs> yeah. pair of scissors. That seems like a p- terrible business Listen, plan. you follow your dreams in busy scissors. <laughs> the, you know, naysayers be damned. I just, I don't know that that's a good lesson to teach our children in this day and age to make such terrible business decisions. You're pulling yourselves up by your bootstraps and busy scissors. Even in the name of following your dreams, I don't think that we should, you know, promote that kind of, like, foolhardy, fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants, like, operation. And you have a mentor who presumably could help you out. Like, you might be in training or something, and then in the loading screen she gives you real-life tips on how to care for your hair. Uh, oh, so it's an educational yeah. game. I see. Hmm. I don't appreciate those mixed messages, but... Okay. So is that a vote for Web War? Um, I, 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 think, it, I think it has to be. I well, I can't really make this about the title either, because Busy Scissors is about the best title you can have for a haircutting game. It's a real good title. But Web War is a uh, a, a game about war on the web, right. and it sounds like the sequel to War Games starring yeah, Matthew Broderick. That's what I was like, going to say, yeah. It sounds <laughs> like I would watch that movie. Yeah. So okay. I think based on that, I'd have to give it to Web War. Okay. Uh, Tall? Web War is a very good game, uh-huh. but I think there are other examples of games like Web War yeah. which are better, such as a Digimon version of Web War. <laughs> Whereas Busy Scissors is not a ton of games like it, and I think it's a good example of what it is, so I'll vote for Busy Scissors. Yeah, I, I have to go with you on that one. Uh, I respect that decision, it. yes. Yeah. 
Uh, in which case, let's see here. What game does it go up against next? Uh, Tall, how do you think it compares to Full Throttle? Not the beloved Tim Schafer adventure game, but a motorcycle racing game for some old console that it's noteworthy because it basically did Mode 7 years before the Super Nintendo, and it, like, calculated how to show curving roads on a horizon line, which is an interesting math problem to solve. I don't have any idea how good the game was, but it was kind of cool from a programmatic standpoint. Yeah, we're not um, here to judge math. We're here to judge video games. That's true. That's so I true. will be voting for the Web War. Well, okay, now you're right, and I, I don't want to take that vote away from you, but I will point out real quick, you need a curved road to drift. Oh, you don't? How do you drift on a straight road? You'll just fly off the road. Is that a problem? I mean, <laughs> if the goal of drifting is to go faster around turns, you do need turns. You can drift in an off-road car. Speed. Yeah. Speed. Yeah. Drifting is in your heart. Oh. Maybe she I don't have a dead piece of metal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's a vote for Web War, Bob. <laughs> yeah, I can't find a single image of this second full throttle game. Okay. That is not first. the motorcycle full throttle game. You do drive a motorcycle in this one also. Well, then fuck. No, I'm still going to vote for Web War because, again, I can't find any images of this game, so it might as well not even exist. Alright. I'm going to give it to full throttle. I like its moxie, but, you know, that's fine. <laughs> Bob, how do you compare it to Strong Bad's cool game of For Attractive People, the Telltale Adventure game based on the Homestar Runner franchise? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. They're both things that a person could have spent a lot of time wasting time on the internet on in the early 2000s. Yes, that's very true. Middle school was a hell of a time for both Homestar Runner and Web War. Yeah. It was the heyday of both, in fact. Definitely. Um, hmm. I feel like I played a demo of Strong Bad's Cool Game for Attractive People, and I did not think that it captured the uh, the inherent Homestarness of okay. The Homestar Runner cartoon on which it is based. It does have a good title, but Web War is catchier. It's got that alliteration. Yeah, definitely. It's like inner capped too. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. And there's something to be said for just a triangle shooting at other triangles. There is. There's a simplicity there, a purity. A purity, yes. Yeah. That's the word. Okay. So that's a vote for Web War? I believe so, yes. All right, Tall? I, too, will vote for Web War. Yeah, I I think I will, too. I think I will, too. In which case, Web War is now ranked directly above Strong Bad School Game for Attractive People, directly below Full Throttle 1984. Uh, Let's see what game is next. Oh, this one looked interesting from the description that I saw. Trolls for the Atari ST. Trolls is a kind of maze game coded in 68,000 Assembler. Little Billy is always fantasizing and daydreaming. It has gone so far that he even has forgot his friends and family. Oh my god. (laughs) To teach him a lesson, a spirit has zapped him into a world of fantasy and danger. Whoa! You have Fucking to... <laughs> spirit out of nowhere. You have to guide Billy through nine levels so that he may escape the fantasy world. 
Every level is filled with traps, and trolls will chase you. To avoid traps, you have to keep an eye on the trap meter on the right side of the screen. This will tell you if you are close to a trap, but not where it is. To see the traps, you have to collect and use magic pebbles. The exit's located at the top of each maze. Since it's a fantasy world, you have infinite lives! This sounds like Minesweeper. I think this might just be Minesweeper. I cannot find an it image is, of this. This is, is Minesweeper, yes. Yeah, this sounds... I mean, it sounds like you have to navigate, like, through it as your character, but it... It's just Minesweeper. <laughs> but that, that lore, though... It's got a yeah, lot of lore, Yeah, that lore is, uh, is tremendous. That's, um... That's like... Oh, man, and when you lose... Uh, you get a little pop-up that says, Billy bit the dust. <laughs> look at this, oh my look God. At this text box. It's like surrounded by skulls. It kind of rules. <laughs> Whoa. That's a good game oh. over. Yeah, that's, that is a good game over. Spot. Billy bit the dust. Oh, man. Also, wow. I like that this game constantly has created by Chris Skeller 1993 in the bottom right. Well, yeah, I mean, you had to let people know back then. Right. You, know, you had to let them know. Long gone are the days of adventure when they had to hide the credits in an Easter egg. Now we just put it on the screen the whole time. Yeah. Our, our screen real estate is so worthless that we can just put words and years on it for no reason. Wait, this came out in 93? Yeah. Wasn't the ST an 80s computer? It must have been, like, on the very tail end of it. Yeah, it was, was discontinued hobbies. in 93. Oh, man. So, yeah, this is one of the last games to come out for it. Wow. Okay. So, uh, Tall, how do you think this compares to... Let's see here. Which game does it come to? Number 35. Yokoyama Mitsutero Sangokushi. I think Yokoyama isn't as good as Trolls. (laughs) Uh, Bob? Well, Yokoyama Mitsutero Sangokushi is... A game about the romance of the three kingdoms mm-hmm. and trolls is a game about someone just daydreaming and then a fucking spirit coming along and just yeah. zapping them into a fantasy land where they must run for their lives or die. <laughs> which well, is... let me make this point. While the romance of the three kingdoms may itself have better fiction than trolls, this game did not invent that fiction, is merely adapting it, whereas trolls is an original story. Right. True, right. true. Um, I was going to say that uh, the fiction of trolls is is better than that classic. No, it sounds it sounds like it could be a part of some sort of ancient Chinese fable. Like, don't fucking sit around daydreaming, or else some goddamn demon will show up. I was going to say it could be part of some ancient American eighties movie, but either way, <laughs> ancient 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 is a very relative term. Yeah. Um, gosh. Trolls, you know, you reading that description really sold me on Trolls in a way that the game itself probably would never have. Yeah. Uh, So in that case, I guess I have to vote for Yokohama Mitsutero Sengakushi. Okay. Because this is science, and games are science, and I cannot be... I cannot let myself be influenced by really well... By evidence, brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> by, by really interesting summaries. <laughs> by really interesting summaries from the given. Manual of the game, which is part of the game experience. I don't think. Mm, I don't know that I would call it that because okay. the game itself has almost nothing to do with the things that are stated in the manual. Because it's just it's a maze running game. It's but let me game. hit you with this again. 
Billy bit the dust. Billy did bite the. D- okay, okay, that's true. Yeah, you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Hang on, let me let me find a screenshot of Yokohama Mitsutera Sengokushi. Oh, it's it's inscrutable. It's just Japanese and grid tiles all over the place. I'm gonna vote for trolls. I'll save you the trouble. <laughs> okay. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. it's just a grid, isn't it? Uh huh. Oh, but there's little animated cutscenes sometimes. Yeah. Okay. It's not a, a bad strategy game. game. It's yeah, in no, the middle it's of the road. Game. That's why it's located in the middle of this road. That's, yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. trolls, I guess. All right. Where's our bear no Tome? I miss it. <laughs> yeah, it's down somewhere. It's at number uh, b- 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 number forty-six. 46. Yeah, it's down there. I'm, I'm, ju- I'm just getting used to saying Yokohama Mitsutera Senkokushi. So. Yeah. Uh, Tall, how do you think Trolls compares to International Superstar Soccer Deluxe? I, I would rank Trolls just below ISS Deluxe. Okay, Bob. I think I would agree with that. Okay. That yeah. that soccer game seems. That's the Brazilian soccer game, yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that seems pretty influential and important, and I think that that should be respected. That's reasonable. Uh, That's reasonable. Uh, In which case, let's see, 34 minus 18 is 16. So, I love that no one who's not looking at this list understands why I rattle random numbers off constantly. No, I don't understand it, and I'm looking at the list. (laughs) You don't need to understand it. You just need to know what number 27 is, which is Gremlins 2, the new batch. Bob... Who wins, trolls or gremlins? <clears throat> I would. These trolls look a little bit like the troll, the gremlins. I don't think so. I don't think you've seen gremlins in a while. They look. I haven't seen it ever, but I've seen pictures of gremlins. <laughs> what? Um, they look a little bit like gremlins. Uh, I don't. I don't see it. Okay. Uh, and also, trolls is just minesweeper. With a really good fiction wrapped around it, and if this is the litmus test for stories and games mattering more than the gameplay, then I think that I think that we've reached that we've reached that point, and I think Gremlins Two is better game than okay than Trolls. All right, tall. Uh, the main appeal of Gremlins Two was always the fact that the title was on screen the whole time, and Trolls both has that and the <laughs> created by, so I think Trolls wins. Yeah, you know what? I can't argue with that. I gotta give it to Trolls. Yeah. <laughs> In which case, let's do some more inscrutable math. Let's see. That'd be 26 minus... What do we compare it to? International Superstar Soccer. So 26 minus 18 is 8. So we generate a random number and we say 1, 2, 3, 4. Uh, Tal, how do you think it compares to Blue Baron, the Commodore 64 World War One airplane game where you fly around and do missions and shoot hot air balloons? You know, I think... Uh... Trolls is trying to teach you a lesson about uh-huh. daydreaming so much that you forget your family. That's true. Whereas <laughs> yeah. Blue Baron is just glorifying war. So I'm going to go with Trolls. Okay. Okay. Uh, I have to agree. And also, uh, Blue Baron is uh, revisionist history because it was the Red Baron and not the Blue Baron. And I think that if you're going to have a historically set game. Well, isn't the Red Baron history, like a, a central power? They're presumably the Blue Baron's the good guy equivalent. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, there was there was no Blue Baron. I'm saying. Like, I mean, well, I'm, I'm saying that if you're going to have this historical set game and then not teach us anything, I then see. I might as well just play trolls. Well, okay. okay. I might as well just learn <laughs> an important lesson about daydreaming so often that I forget my family. All right, but what's a more important lesson? Don't daydream or calculate complex curves looked at from 
uh, three quarters angles like you learn in full throttle if you read the source code of it, which you probably can't do. <laughs> it was probably written in assembly and very difficult to read. It's not even been written in like any modern assembly language. It's an old game. I don't really know how low-level computer languages have evolved since 1984. That sounds like a really interesting topic. It's too bad that this isn't a list of really interesting topics. It's a list of fucking video games, and Trolls is better than that shit. All right, Tall? <laughs> Versus Full Throttle? Yeah. Yeah, Trolls is better. Okay. Uh, well, Tall, then how about IL-2 Sturmovic, the World War II flying simulator that supports 100 multiplayer online play times? Trolls is better. Oh, okay. Bob? I fucking spaced out. You're even reading the title of that game, so obviously Trolls is better. Okay, well, Trolls takes it then. (laughs) Sorry, IL-2 Sturmovic. It goes directly above that and directly below Blue Baron. Hey, Luke. Yeah. Hey, Luke. Yeah? Look at where Custer's Revenge is. God damn it. Uh, If you hadn't have fucking pointed that out, Luke. Oh, man. (laughs) This would never have happened. (coughs) This is all your fault. Uh, Anyway. Let's get to the good shit. Let's get to the good shit. The doll's been waiting for this one. I know know he loves this game. He might be a little biased, even. Uh, but he didn't suggest it, so it doesn't break the rules to rank it while he's around. Our next game here is The Conduit 2. If I may make a correction, the title of the game is merely Conduit 2, not The Conduit 2. Okay, Uh... but the first game in that series is The Conduit, right? Yes, that is correct. Okay. (laughs) Just checking. (laughs) So, I remember The Conduit, uh, was about... The developers for that game were saying they had... A lot of very good ideas for optimization and uh, really strong programming ideas that they could produce a first-person shooter for the Wii that looked just as good as an Xbox 360 game. And I never played The Conduit, but what I've heard is they kind of sort of succeeded. It's just that everything about it from a gameplay perspective is utterly forgettable. Um, And The Conduit 2, I'm sorry, Conduit 2... Uh, I only know a little bit about the ending of that game, and Tal, I think you're a much bigger authority on it than I am, so I'll let you take it from here. Well, okay. So what happens at the ending of the Conduit 2... Uh-huh. I'm sorry, Conduit 2. Conduit 2, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was about to correct you. Is that y- y- you shoot the bad guy, and then there's like a sphere which shoots a signal into space... And then the portal opens, and you see some space marines walk through the portal. Okay. And the main guy's like, wait, you're... And then they say, here to help. And then it's it's George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. And that's the end. That's the end of the game. <laughs> now, is time travel a plot point in that story before then? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you don't actually play Conduit, do you? You just know the ending of it. It's a good ending. It's a good ending. I'm just it's trying like, to figure out just how out of left field it is. It's maybe in the top ten video game endings of all it's time. It's a really it solid ending. Uh, let me check it out on Wikipedia real real fast. I want to see the plot here. I believe that time travel is involved because I saw a, about 30 minutes of gameplay of, of Conduit 2. Yeah, this is a long plot synopsis. It, lo- 
<laughs> yeah, and it. I think you were like sucking guys into portals. Yeah. That go into dinosaur times or something like that. Let's see. Yeah. Hold on. Tiamat awakens and heads to Earth. The five-headed, like, god dragon apparently is in this game. Okay, great. Uh, as the conduit in Agartha opens and several men in destroyer armor, including George Washington and Abraham Lincoln, arrive, telling Ford that they have come to help in the upcoming battle. So hold on. So it ends as a horrible space dragon is coming to destroy the Earth and you're going to fight it alongside the greatest presidents in American history. The, the fact that Conduit 3 does not exist is just a black mark on the entire industry. So, here's frankly. the thing. That's an amazing cliffhanger. I feel like it would have been an even better ending if you then fought Tiamat. And, like, that was the last boss of the game. Yeah, the, it, it is kind of a a bait-and-switch because they give you this See, I, I'm torn incredible... I'm that's a really good cliffhanger, also. It is a really good cliffhanger, but they give... They, they give it to you and then they take it away immediately. Yeah. That's the best part of the game, and then it's just gone. The game is already over. You never get to see the massive, massive payoff. Yeah, but then, hmm. but can we like fault the con- sorry Conduit Two, not the Conduit Two? <laughs> yes. Can we Correct. can we fault Conduit Two for the fact that Conduit Three? I'm sorry, the Conduit Three doesn't exist. <laughs> Um, yeah. I mean, they didn't know that it wouldn't exist. They probably meant well, to come back and do a well, Conduit 3. They probably had an idea. Well. Based yeah. on the success of their first game. I guess that's and true. And the press of true. their second. Well, mm. okay. So, it does have single split screen and online combat, according to the box. I do seem to recall it playing pretty well. Uh, I mean, in terms of, <coughs> you know, we first-person shooters, that list is, you know, long, oh, but here's not a... exactly storied. Yeah, I mean, Red Steel's about the only other one on there. Well, Red Metroid. Steel and Red, Red Steel 2, yeah. Metroid 3. Yeah, kind of. Um, I will say, a uh, big point in this game's favor, you don't have to use the Wii Remote, you can use the Classic Controller. Well, oh, see, my. Yeah. I think the Wii Remote and Nunchuck is a legitimately good first-person shooter control. I actually do too, but a lot of people dislike it. I enjoy yeah. it a lot in a first-person shooter context, but plenty. Of I think, think it's it bad. depends on the game, but yeah, I, I I can definitely get down with that too. I, I, got, I had a lot listen, of fun with that uh, we, Golden. We haven't ranked it yet, and Red Steel is not a game I would call good. The day the Wii came out, me and three friends had a lot of fun playing multiplayer Red Steel. Uh, sure. Yeah, but so yeah, I, I'm I'm totally down with those controls. Um, so yeah, that's that's what we know about Conduit too. So we have 69 games, uh, which means we need to look at number 35. Tall, how do you think Conduit Two compares to Forza Motorsport Five? You know, whatever your feelings about Conduit Two may be, mm-hmm. it it is objectively true that you do get everything in the game when you buy the game. That's true. That's Whereas true. Forza, Forza yes. Motorsport 5 has many uh, intrusive microtransactions. That's very true. So I, I, thought, I thought the way you were going with that was no matter what you feel about the Conduit 2, at least you feel... I'm sorry, Conduit 2. At least you feel something <laughs> about it, which is hard to say about Forza 5. Uh, yep. So you're, you're both correct. So are you also voting for Conduit 2, Bob? Yes, this is, this is unanimous. Okay. 
Uh, Forza Motorsport 5 is uh, garbage fire in comparison. Yeah, in comparison, maybe. Like, it, I don't think it's a bad game. It's just so generic. No, it's a garbage fire, Luke. Come on. I, I'm not going to call it a garbage it fire. It is it's widely like... considered among the weakest in the series. I mean, we haven't yes. ranked any other Forza game. It's the 35th best game of all time, according to this list. That ain't bad. Yeah, but Space Farmers is fucking better than Forza Motorsport 5. I mean, come on. Space Farmers seems kind of cool to me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Anyway... So, why do you think the Conduit 2, sorry, Conduit 2, <laughs> compares to International Superstar Soccer Deluxe, Bob? I would say that Conduit 2, Conduit 2, it, it's it's so difficult because, uh, soccer game, whose name I immediately forgot, uh-huh. uh, had a cultural impact. Right. You know, that, that that is measurable. Whereas Conduit 2 did not, but it has has the potential the potential is right. there, and that is, potential is immeasurable. Yeah, both literally and figuratively, because it ends in such an amazing way. Right. So, I think I'd have to give it to Conduit Two because I'm an optimist, and I would imagine that Conduit Three would have been. You mean the Conduit Three? The Conduit Three would have been very special. Okay, tall. Gosh, you know, as far as good as Conduit Two is, yeah. I have to admit, it is a very uh, American-centric ending. I Whereas suppose that's true, yeah. yeah. ISS Deluxe has international appeal. Right. So that's I have true. to vote for soccer. Huh. I I can't vote against Conduit 2. I just can't. It's just, it's there's something about fighting space dragons with Abraham Lincoln that... Even if you don't actually get to do it. The fact that it made me imagine that scenario makes me smile. Uh, I gotta give it to Conduit 2. In which case... Uh, Tal, how do you think Conduit 2 compares to Need for Speed Underground? I think Conduit 2 is better than Need for Speed Underground. Okay. Bob? Um, I'd agree with that. Because Conduit 2 has... Abraham Lincoln and George Washington and Need for Speed Underground does not have Razor Callahan. <laughs> I mean, uh, again, science. Boy, yeah, not being a different game in its own franchise is a real knock against Need for Speed Underground. It really is. Uh, okay, uh, that means it moves up. Uh, it is contending for a top five spot. Bob, how do you think Conduit 2 compares to Picross 3D, the... 3D puzzle game where you chip away with like number blocks and you make cute little sculptures. Oh, this puzzles. is difficult. Well, I've played a fair bit of Picross 3D in yeah. my day. Yeah. You could make George Washington and Abraham Lincoln in Picross 3D. You give it you enough time, could. you could make a custom puzzle that's just Tiamat. <laughs> Both of these things are true. Yeah. And um, Picross 3D has not had a proper sequel either. <coughs> uh, it, so, no, it has. It just hasn't come out in America. Oh, it has? Yeah, there is a Picross 3D2. Well, now I'm just really I'm sorry, mad. I mean the Picross 3D2. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, gosh, yeah. I, I, I don't think that Conduit 2 is better than Picross 3D. Picross 3D has the same the same potential uh-huh. uh, that Conduit 2 has that I feel is closer to being realized because Picross 3D was a kind of Picross that had never been done before. That's true. That's true. Alright, uh, Tall? Same. 
Okay. Um, I think I might have given it to Conduit too, but, uh, you know, it, that's fine. That's fine. It lost to a worthy opponent. Tall, how do you think it compares to Yar's Revenge? Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, man. Let me look up the fiction of Yar's Revenge. See, I, oh, always, know, I, I love... always know that we're doing a good job when we reach a comparison after a lot of rankings that, like, everyone has a hard time. That means we got it close to where it belongs on the list. Yes. Where you guys didn't have to think very hard about ranking Picross 3D over it. Who, who is Yar? I can't seem to find that. Yar Why is, is a robot mosquito revenge? that you play as. Why is he seeking revenge? Uh, well, that's a good question. I don't really know. I mean, presumably this alien thing. What's it called? Uh, oh, so Yar is just a spe like a species. This is a Yar that you're playing as, not like just Yar. So yeah. Uh, if, if I'm looking at the punctuation correctly, there's an apostrophe after the S in Yars. Yeah, yeah. It's I actually have it misspelled in the spreadsheet. It's Yars. Revenge. So it's the it's the revenge uh, of the Yars. So this is a Metal Gear Solid Five revenge between races, not between individuals. Right. Yes. <laughs> you fucking mm. nerds. D- despite that, I think Conduit Two pulls over due to its uh, stronger story and fiction. Okay, uh, Bob. This is. I think this might be where we disagree because I feel that. Yar's Revenge is equally strong in terms of fiction. It's just presented in in a different way. Mm. It's like a it's like trying to compare like like a, a Scorsese film to like a, a Terrence Malick film. You know, you've got one is about these ideas and these feelings, and it's trying to you know make you feel like the Yar uh-huh. through the act of playing the game and experiencing his revenge. Right. Um, yeah, and using a lot of very abstract, broad shapes and, and polygons, or pixels, okay. to make that happen. Conduit 2 is very much more straightforward. You know what I mean? Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's very... It, it, it just lays it out there the for you. the first time Conduit 2 story has ever been described as straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, at the end, they, the presidents just come out in battle armor and you're going to fight a dragon, like... <laughs> There's, yeah, what could you possibly question about that? Yeah, there's no there's no questioning there. It just happened. <laughs> you just see it with your eyeballs. Yars asks more of the player. Okay. Uh, and, and I feel that based on that, I would have to say that Yars' Revenge uh, is better than Conduit 2. <sighs> Let me think. Conduit Everyone two. shall sit under their own vine and fig tree. Oh, God. Now you got me thinking of... Oh, okay. If if the if George Washington and Conduit Two came out singing Hamilton lyrics, this would not be a question. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. If it he wouldn't, came really. to you and said, "I'm gonna need a right hand man," yeah, forget it. But that doesn't happen, unfortunately. No, it does not. Oh. He just sort of says one line, and then the game is over. Yeah. Actually, Abraham Lincoln says the one line. George Washington doesn't even get to say shit. Yeah. Uh. I think I'm going to give it to Conduit 2. It's a it's a close <sighs> race. Both these games are great. Um, but at the end of the day, Conduit 2 just has a little more going on than Yars Revenge does. I Again, I would disagree. Well, but... no, no, not, not necessarily narratively, although I think you're a lunatic for... I mean, <laughs> being a Scorsese, I think you just 
did the uh, Room 237 of Yar's Revenge with that <laughs> monologue you went on. No, it's you don't understand, man. It's about what you bring to the Yar, okay? Uh-huh. Anyhow, uh, yeah, yeah, just mechanically, you know, there's there's some more dynamic action in Conduit 2. I, got, I gotta lean that way. But both are excellent. You know, both deserve their current spots in the top ten. At least until we find ten games better than them. Uh, so, Bob, how do you think that uh, Conduit 2 compares to Wiz and Liz? Uh, Wiz and Liz is the one where you play a wizard. And you, uh, like, collect, rabbits. you collect... Well, they're called Wabbits. <gasps> they're called Wabbits? They're called Wabbits. Uh, oh, it's not even a question. Wiz and Liz is better. Okay, tall? Um... Can you vote first? <laughs> uh, boy, oh boy. Let's see. Well, the Wiz and Liz has a lot of very charming sprite work in it. Uh, its gameplay seems pretty derivative of just every Genesis platformer. But looking at the other hand, Conduit 2 has a very charming story, but has a very generic gameplay derivative shooter feel to it. They're, well, they're more similar than you might think. There really aren't that many shooters that use the Wii control scheme. You know what? That is true. That is that true. That is true. You know what? On that basis, you, you, you just convinced me. I've got to vote for Conduit 2. In which case, but... you've got to break our tie, Tall. I think I will also vote for Conduit 2. Okay. Oh, but the Wabbits. Hey, listen. Wabbits. The Wiz and Liz is the seventh greatest game of all time. No one's no one's taking that away from it. I guess. We have ranked 70 games now. We've ranked 70 we games that. now. Don't read them. That, uh... Don't read them. Don't. I've don't, got I've got to read them. No, no you, just, you don't just have post to. them in the show notes. It's At fine. number 70, yeah. we've got Cuthers no. Revenge. Oh, boy. At number 69, Las Vegas Tycoon. I'm going to get a soda. At number 68, Online Tennis Manager. At number 67, Desert Speed Trap starring Roadrunner and Wile E. Coyote. At number 66, Wild Wheels. Number 65, Quicks. Number 64, Cherry Moderate. Number 63, Quake Blocks. Number 62, Robotron 64. Number 61, Scapon. Number 60, Arnhem, the Gargan Market Garberation. Number 59, Alpha Prime. Number 58, Dekayanku, Tough the Truck. Number 57, In Extremis. Number 56, Gods and Heroes, Rome Rising. Number 55, Dogs. Number 54, City Racer. Number 53, Warlords 1990. Number 52, Elsa Dentist. Number 51, General Knowledge for Dummies. Number 50, My Frogger Toy Trials. Number 49, 007, The World is Not Enough, GBC. Number 48, Arubaria no Atome. Number 47, Legion Suit Larry Magna Cum Loud. Number 46, Jumanji 2006. Number 45, Mario is Missing. Number 44, D&D Warriors of the Eternal Sun. Number 43, Mania Challenge. Number 42, Koi Koi Shimasho 2, Super Real Hanafuda. Number 41, The Nightmare of Juwaka Fushigi no Dungeon. Number 40, Thing Bounces Back, a.k.a. Coil Cop. Number 39, Retro Ninja, number 37, Yoku Yamamitsu Terasengokushi, number 36, Forza Motorsport 5, number 35, Space Farmers, number 34, Captain Crunch's 
Crunchling Adventure. Number 33, Z-Wolf. Number 32, Starship Chameleon. Number 31, Super Adventure Rockman. Number 30, Pulsar 1997. Number 29, Gremlins 2, The New Batch. Number 28, Strong Bad School Game for Attractive People. Number 27, Web War. Number 26, Full Throttle 1984. Number 25, IL-2, Sturmovic. Number 24, Trolls. Number 23, Blue Baron. Number 22, Busy Scissors. Number 21, Suzumiya Haruhino Tomodai. Number 20, Rocket Robot on Wheels. Number 19, the International Superstar Soccer Deluxe. Number 18, Die by the Sword, Limb from Limb. Number 17, Winter Games 1985. Number 16, Universal Boxing Manager. Number 15, Bionic Commando 2009, number 14, D-Force, number 13, California Speed, number 12, Arabian Magic, number 11, American Turbo King, number 10, Need for Speed Underground, number 9, Lips I Heart the 80s, number 8, Yars Revenge, number 7, Wiz and Liz, number 6, Pick, uh, Conduit 2, number 5, Picross 3D, number 4, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, number 3, Iron Lord, number 2, West Perno Mega the Amulet of Vega, and number 1, the best game of all time to our knowledge, still, Queen the Eye. Las Vegas Tycoon does not deserve to have the 69 <laughs> spot. <laughs> well, there's a good chance it'll... it'll yeah, unless it's, there's a game worse than it next... Unless there's five games worse than it next time, it will lose the number 69 spot next episode. Yeah. Good. So. Tall. It's rated T for team. Tall, do you, do you have any wisdom you want to impart to the people? Like, okay, I, I don't understand how New Vegas freezes more than Fallout 3. <laughs> oh, man, you're still on that, huh? <laughs> like, it's it's the, it's the same game. Like, why why would it freeze more? What are they doing? Yeah, that's because Obsidian. Question, what did Obsidian do to break that engine? Uh, they were Obsidian. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure that Dungeon Siege 3 Also, I thought like, Honest crashes Heart kind of racist. You thought which part was kind of racist? Honest Hearts, oh. the DLC. Uh... Yeah, you know, I was playing through that, and that's when I stopped, because uh, I got painfully bored, but yeah, yeah that, that whole thing seemed weird. Yeah. I wasn't sure I liked that. Bob, is there any any projects you want people to know about? Any, any charities you work for? Any governments you want to contribute to? Nah. All right. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can follow my porn Tumblr at womenoffantasticalsizes.tumblr.com. You can follow my normal Tumblr at gamesfromscratch.tumblr.com. And you can follow my other Twitter account, online erotica underscore txt, where I post real quotes and excerpts from erotic stories from around the internet. Let's read one now. Dave loved it when she called him daddy. His cock throbbed appreciatively against his gray pleated designer pants. That's going to be it tonight, everybody. I don't everybody. need to be here. Thanks, I don't need to be here everybody, for, for being here all the time. Goodbye. See you next time on Let's Place. I thought I told you 